Two chicks in the day. Two chicks in the day. Hey, I'm fucking with that Jeff. Two chicks in a day. Two chicks in a day. Say you wanna ride and get in. I heard you talking about it, so tune in. I know you wanna know what's happening. You need to post up and tap in. We like to talk, so join in. Don't wanna talk, just listen in. We turn it up, we going in. Two chicks and a dick on the weekend. Come on over if you wanna have a good time. I'ma play your mama, now's the time to cross the line. Show me what's inside that soul, don't let you feel mine. Come on, let's let our mind and bodies intertwine. Two chicks and a Two chicks in a dick. 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 Welcome to Two Chicks in a Dick podcast, where a group of dope individuals come together and have unfiltered conversations about any and everything. I am Miss Wells, aka Oprah Diddy, and you guys can follow me on Instagram at It's Just Miss Wells. Tonight we're having to switch it up a little bit. Rachel J, our socialite, is out of the office, um, but we got two dicks tonight, <laughs> so we're gonna make it a little different. Um, we got one returning dick. He's been with us several different times. Uh, as soon as you hear his voice, you guys are probably going to already know who this is. Dick Wayne, introduce yourself. Okay, what's up, everybody? So I go by DJ Wayne Wizzle, as y'all already know. Um, I guess you can catch me and follow me on my on my Facebook page, as always. It's Maurice Dwayne Goins Jr., of course, my government. Um, and IG is Goins Places, which is G-O-I-N-S with a Z behind it, and then P-L-A-C-E with a Z. Um, I do live mixes all the time, mostly slow mixes to get you in the mood, relax you, help you get through your day or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so just so y'all know what y'all doing and most definitely who you doing it with. Dick too. He's one of my favorite digs. Um, super talented individual out of Nat. Well, he's here in Nashville based sometimes. Mr. All around the world. Dick too. Tell these people who you are. Hey, what's up y'all? It's Charles. Uh, A.K.A. Charlie Brown, but my director name is my real name. Charles M. Robinson, uh, director. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Super. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll keep it simple right now. So We up here, I guess we in the studio about to yeah, talk about some uh, intimate things, I guess. <laughs> yeah, y'all know how we do it. We pull a lot of topics out of the topic jar every night. Um, no different. Tonight we went into the topic jar and we're going to talk about what non-sexual things turn you on about your partner. So, can't say dick print, can't say ass and titties and coochie i mean all of that you gotta take all the substance away we kind of dig a little bit deeper so like what is some non-sexual things that you know your partner can stimulate you with conversation toes (laughs) 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 hair i don't know shit People have weird fetishes nowadays. They do. I mean, to each his own. Yeah, people like to do different things. So non-sexual. Let's let's jump in. We got two dicks tonight, so I guess let me jump into it. So for a female, 
of course, it's not always easy for us to find like sexual things, so to say, about a man. Um, more so, we pick up on like your vibe, your appearance. I'm a shoe person. Like I'm shoe. So if if you got on some if you got on some bad shoes, I probably can't. You, you mean cheap or you mean Walmart brand or you mean like they're just beat up? Busted. Like, I, and I understand like it's different times, different places and scenarios for things. So if you work clothes, you know what I'm saying? And you got some busted up shoes because you right. at work, I 100% get bad. Okay. But I think like when you out in a setting where your appearance kind of matters mm-hmm. and you you're not well put together like i think your shoes are a reflection for a man like you got some <laughs> and i know dirty shoes is like the end thing in some styles so sometimes i can kind of understand it but when i say like some busted up shoes like bro you need to throw those away or the white forces that ain't white no uh, more they like beige and curled up and I can't really get down with nobody like that. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't know how to fuck around with you. I always hated those shoes, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've never fucked with Air Forces, personally. Um, yeah. Like some big-ass hard bottoms. Just adult hard yeah. bottoms to me. So I mean, but yeah. not to knock anybody that wore them, but, you know, to each his own. But I would say one thing for me um, that attracts me to a woman that's not sexual, I would say her personality. Well, I can say a number of things. Her okay. personality. Um, Define personality, because, you know, that's something that we always kind of, like, dig in. So when you say personality, like... Like being able to um, hold a conversation with her, the the way she reacts in certain situations, her vibe, um, mm-hmm. her goals that she sets, and whether, you know, she's about business, the way she handles herself, mm-hmm. whether she knows yeah. how to be a woman. At this, okay. at this point, she can be a friend right here, mean business. Act a damn fool at times. Feel uh, a freak or, when y'all get to that. Exactly, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's it's a mixture of all those things. Okay. Mm. Brown. I would agree with him. Um, since we're a little bit, you know, of age, we're not old, <laughs> but we're we're cultured and we're Seasoned. we're mature. Yes. Right. Um. When you're older and you view somebody that's, to say, like 19, a girl, she's on some party animal shit, it might have been cool when I was 22 to see her act like that. But it's really unattractive to see a a drunk-ass female these days. Right, I fully agree with you on that. And um, I was just in a situation... uh, over the weekend, um, but we can talk about that in a second. But <laughs> it's, she was somebody I had slept with before and would have been comfortable with sleeping with again, yeah, because I hadn't seen her in so long. But the way she came through was just so like terrible, man. Like, she didn't, uh... she didn't. She was walking around the damn hotel room naked, and I'm just like turned off because she was so drunk. Yeah. And so I just ended up putting her in the bed, and I slept on the couch. Was she mad at you afterwards? No, because she was too drunk to even care. 
You know, okay. like the next morning. You I mean, the, you made the right decision. Then. Yeah, she, she, of course, right before somewhere in there, she was like, "Man, you gonna fuck me?" <laughs> and then I, I think I just gave her another shot and was like, "Just go to sleep." <laughs> because it, you it, knew, it, like at that it, point, right? It just, it was just too unattractive yo besides yeah. being unattractive there's too many risks behind doing certain shit like that you know of, of course yo and even yes and, and since so you I, can think you know somebody yeah. and then they turn into yeah. some, oh he raped me type shit and then that ain't right. what you want right even, right even though i've been knowing this motherfucker for 15 years right. it'd be like well maybe this bitch excuse me sorry <laughs> maybe this girl then got crazy over the years while i was away exactly and uh who knows what she been dealing with or the type of people she been dealing with, baby fathers. Uh, I don't know what drugs she might have been on too. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I mean, she was drunk, but that don't mean she ain't take some Molly or whatever. It, right, some H. So it was very unattractive, even though she was somebody that I knew since she was like since I moved here, man. She, I think I met her when she was. 1819. Yeah. And it was actually kind of saddening, yo. Like it was not even unattractive. I was just kind of sad at the shit, man. Right. Yeah. But uh well, we could talk about that in a second. Uh but yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah. Well, we just said some negative stuff. Want to say some positive stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would say, as I said earlier, it's multiple things that add all up to what you can be attracted to. It just depends on the situation that you're in with 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 a, with a chick. Like, say for instance, a, a single mother. Um, I can uh, admire and and I think it's a turn on if you have a single mother um, that's doing what she's supposed to do about her kids. You know, she's okay. making the necessary moves in a respect respectful way that's going um, that's not gonna make her kids look bad in the future or whatever. Um, but she's making the right decisions, or even if she is, she's doing whatever possible, I would say, to provide for her kids and make a better way for them uh, to be able to to succeed in life, giving them the keys to life to try to have success, even though she's doing it all by herself. I think that's that's totally uh, attractive as hell. Um, yeah, because got the kids limit though, like is can no, I don't want nobody to got like. <laughs> I don't want no Jackson Five. <laughs> I mean, ain't shit wrong with it. <laughs> you didn't already put it in the atmosphere. I got. I'm just fucking around, so. man. So I'm just saying, <laughs> if I truly like somebody, um, I'm married anyway. But I'm saying, if 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 I wasn't married, you having kids wouldn't prevent me from uh, approaching you, um, okay. because I have kids myself. I actually have two. Um, so you having kids when when deter me from wanting to talk to you and pursue you or want to get to know you better just because you have kids. Now the certain amount of kids that you have, um, I would say possibly yes, I wouldn't wanna fuck with you in that manner because maybe it just lets me know if they all by the same dude then understandable. If you got multiple fucking baby daddies and something going on with your mental or or something, I, I don't I don't so I, I can't even say that either. So five makes you nervous? 
Yeah, I, five is a lot, yo. Man, five is a hell of a lot. So you have to think about if you no, if you if you gonna know. so being in a relationship is like this. If you gonna mm-hmm. care for the woman, you have to accept her kids, right? Okay, okay. So each okay. kid is different. Each kid gonna have their positive and their negative. Um, and you want to try to be the the male role model in their life or the the guy that they see as the male figure. If you and their mom is really gonna be together in that sense, so you have to think of of the. What comes into mind is, is providing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, tell the truth. That, that, it's, like, it's, it's the money it's factor. Y'all. This is like, going to get expensive real quick as soon as everybody wants McDonald's. <laughs> like, yeah. So, like, I was talking to my sister this past weekend, man, and she was telling me about one of her homegirls got 10 kids. And her t- out of her 10 kids, each one of them got, like, two or three kids. And they all live in one damn house. You know what I'm saying? Damn. But all her kids are by the same dude. But it's still 10 motherfucking kids. You know what I'm saying? So... That's a lot. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to set myself up where I'm putting myself in a strain where I got to hurt myself or do something that I don't want to do to make sure that all of these kids are taken care of. <laughs> no, knock, no knock to anyone who's, who has, uh, a, a, you know, uh, a Jackson 5 or more. <laughs> but, um, I got three kids. I ain't mean, no, ain't nothing really wrong with it, but you look from the aspect that if you're going to be a provider, um, you got to understand that providing for those kids is going to be mandatory. And what you, what steps are you setting? Your, are you financially set up to provide for not just her, those five kids also? That's interesting that you say that. As a single mother, um, I always wonder, like, what people think. Um, That's just like a chick toy. You ain't going to talk to no dude with, with a whole bunch of kids and a whole bunch of fucking baby mamas running around. For one, you're going to think he a hoe. Um, or just out here... <laughs> Belong to the streets, as they say now. Whatever term you want to use, you, women have the same aspects when they think about they're like, I ain't messing with this dude. He got baby mamas here. He got all these kids. Then it comes into fact of whether or not he's taking care of those kids. You know what I'm saying? If he's taking care of them, then women can look at it different. Like, all right, he got these kids, but he's be, he's providing for them and doing what he's supposed to do. Maybe I consider giving him a chance. But the number of kids most definitely plays a factor on whether or not you're gonna talk to somebody. So I always wondered if the number of kids also made a man um, make makes a man look at you differently. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Of course. In a sense, yeah. Yeah, like he just said. How many baby daddies do you have? If you got four kids and you got four different baby daddies. That speaks volumes. Uh, exactly. Um, that, now, that, that says a whole lot. Yeah. But if I got four Before kids I even ask you your name. and one baby daddy, does it make the four kids less of a four kids? Or like... In a, in no. a sense, that's okay just, in a way, but yeah. still, that four is too close to that Jackson Five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So because that's a lot a to take care. Number. That's a lot to take care of, y'all. Because you, you have to I know am. if you you have to put yourself into it. Because like when you dating, you ain't just dating just that just that woman. Like you dating to get to know her. But if you really see yourself being in a relationship, you have to be able to provide for them kids. You have to be able to be a, a, a positive role male. I mean, role model. To those kids to step up and want to be able to take care of them because no woman want to be although a lot of women still would deal with a dude that ain't doing right by it by them let alone their kids you have to if you if you right doing what you're supposed to be doing you want to be able to take care of your household and provide for your household that's any man mm-hmm. so if i'm talking to a chick if i wasn't married and i was talking to a chick that has kids i'm fine with it but i want to make sure that that i can financially i'm in the place where i can financially support you and your kids you know what i'm saying right. that makes sense 
mean, so that because that 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 just becomes <laughs> an unnecessary headache if you can't provide for him because he'd be like, oh nigga, you ain't shit. You can't pay this bill this month. You can't do motherfucker. You got Tom, Dick, Harry, John, Sally. <laughs> yeah, who the fuck Anthony, can pay for Tony, that shit? You know what I'm right. saying? All them motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So we'll ever. be eating packets of hot pockets and shit, but you know. I gotta play like the single parent advocate in that situation because I am a mom of three. Okay. Um, I ain't gonna say I'm a single parent. I don't date. I'm not with either one of my children's uh, fathers. Um, I mean, they don't do the best financially. You know what I'm saying? If they do, they can. So I ain't gonna say I'm a single parent taking care of kids on my own but i also don't get in situations to where i make my partner the person that i'm dealing with feel like my children are their responsibility right Uh, i don't know if it's just because i'm independent that's that's fine to a certain aspect toy but at some point we all become serious he has to uh become a a provider for your kids let's be real like if you dealing with some dude and y'all ain't in the same house that's different if even if y'all ain't in the same house if you need help with something you want to help you but if y'all in the same house he sees your kids every morning and before he goes to sleep you are expecting is that's what i'm saying and and as a man you you need to make sure that you're able to financially take care and do what you need to do which is you ain't placing no blame on her for what she's done in the past but you want to set yourself up so you ain't failing in a sense, man. You know what I'm saying? But a, a lot of dudes don't care how many how many kids a girl has because you know what I'm saying. They don't plan on being daddy. He don't play, he, exactly. Like, but if like, there's somebody that you want to be with, you're gonna take that time to try to be yeah. a positive. Like, as I said, an influence on the kids and make sure that you can take care of them. Can you provide for yourself, okay. her, and them kids? So I learned something new today. So it's not this, it, the amount of kids is. It's concerning. It's alarming. That that's a red flag for you guys. Mm-hmm. But it's not really the fact of having to be a stepdad that is. And that don't mean I'm looking concern. for an easy way out either. Like I ain't concerned. Like I'm. Not, I I don't step up the challenges. But because if I feel you and I genuinely like you, like if if it, if it comes down to that, I, what I can be saying be thrown out the fucking window. If I truly genuinely care about you, I'm gonna make some shit shake yeah. and make it happen yeah. to be able to provide okay. for you and your kids. Yeah, I, I don't agree. care if you got twenty yeah. kids. Yeah. If I genuinely love yep. you and you love me and gonna yep. give me yep. love, respect, and sex on a consistent basis I agree, those yeah. three yeah you know what i'm saying and you okay. can do that consistently yeah. then fuck all that shit i yeah. just said Did, i'm going to i'm going to provide yeah. for you and them kids but you in retrospect you in retrospect i'm not going to openly go and jump you got <laughs> fucking 15 kids and i'll be like shit what's up but you just explained how a lot of the times <laughs> that you. you know keisha with the 17 kids she keep a nigga you know what i'm saying just to keep it just to be true but it's apparently something about keisha's personality that is drawing these men in they say uh, even though you got these 17 kids keisha who's keisha again i mean <laughs> gal out south somebody you know no this is like hypothetical okay. right? <laughs> right. well no because she might just well all right i'll say this too to add to that it depends on where you're at. So if I'm in Atlanta, for instance, I don't necessarily need to be dealing with a girl with 17 kids because I can go to. find another girl that don't have any kids. So I don't want to group it into smaller uh uh like microcosm microcosm places, but if we're in small town Mississippi 
and there's okay. just a, a small amount of people just anyway i think people are more prone to jump into quicker relationships in mm -hmm. a way like regardless of how many kids they have I just out of that. out of necessity i guess or I wanting or well, less options not a not a not uh, a good option of a good selection of options to choose yeah from, right right there's no selection i mean this is it yeah I, okay i knew keisha from high uh, middle school i know she fucked with john and uh david over there but now she's available she was always cute i know her fuck it let me just go fuck with her yeah okay look at me learning about how niggas think today two dicks and one chick tonight and y'all <laughs> breaking shit down <laughs> y'all changing uh -oh. my perspective okay. and you gotta understand too like when it comes to sex you know i don't know if you ever been locked up or anything like that I, I, you know, whatever with me, but I had, uh, you, you, you get to a point once you've been in there for a little while, man, nothing matters. Like you just want to be happy. You, you want to be happy and it don't matter what girl, it could be a, the girl with 20 kids. That's why she might be the only one that's writing you. Mm -hmm. You'll go fall in love with her, bro, and that's what you'll be lusting over the whole time. Not necessarily like sexually, just like I can't wait till I get out, so I can I'm be with her, be with Keisha, because she's the only one that they held you down pretty. Yeah, much. you cared about me. Yeah, and um, okay. and I think a lot. I think things like that happen all the time, man. I can see that. Um. <laughs> And it becomes more beyond sexuality or sex. It become like caring, you know, just like if we started a whole conversation, like what's her personality, this and this. Even she might be faking the funk. Just the as Toya said, the, her representative. <laughs> right. And she sent the representative. Yeah. She and exactly right. what to say. Knew exactly what not to say and all of that. Well, in the opposite end too, she's also talking to a convict. So what, what's her what's her level of degree of stuff? You feel me? So I don't, you know, it kind of. I'm not definitely not gonna say it evens out, but he could have kids too. She could have her 15, but uh, now it's just like, yo, this only person that care about me. Once I get out, she promised me that I could have a place to live with her, even though I got to deal with her. 15 kids i got a place to at least to call home yes and that's done out of necessity i'm not saying that's done out of love per se or it could be but it's it's a lot of variables is, is what i'm saying but it's what i think we're talking about the number that. don't really matter like i said it basically comes down to the financial status are you equipped to provide for her and the amount of All kids right. that she has Okay, so outside of personality, like outside of personality is a number of things. As I said, um, I started with with personality and then what what being a strong single black woman, a black strong. mom, or just a strong woman, <laughs> mama. Period. Yeah, just a single mom. Woman. Yeah, just a strong woman taking care of your business. Um, yeah. The vibes that you give off and how you carry yourself, um, and there's there's a whole lot of different ways I can go with how you carry yourself. But like I said, you can be, you know when to be like a homeboy, a friend, you know when to be a lover, you know when to be a nurturer, 
you know, when to be everything that I may need at that time when I may need it. Just like mm-hmm. I need to know how to be everything that you may need at the point when you need me to be those things. Um, if you can be those things, that's a big-ass turn-on. And especially if, you find, if you've gone without having it for so long, Toy, and you find somebody <laughs> who's going to fucking give that to you, man, yeah. the shit is like night and day. So Ooh, DJ it's, it's like night and day and it, it opens up your eyes um, because you've gone without it for so long. and You've seen somebody who's who's you ain't even got to look at her body. But the way the thing that she's being all those things for you when you need it and you can be the same thing for her when she need it. It makes you appreciative of her. That's all it becomes comes down to the appreciation that you have for that person that makes you look past what that's how people end up with people that you may not think is attractive. Like I'd be like. Damn, bro, why you with that ugly <laughs> gal? You know what I'm saying? Or you know, right. never knowing that she that she's right. doing holding him fucking holding down and whatever yeah. he's yeah. Th- she's yeah. done to support yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. So you, it goes beyond looking at somebody yeah. ass titty pussy. You know what I'm saying? It's yes. a lot more that's yes. involved yes. when you yes. when you become grown about the situation. When you just round yes. fuck around with somebody like saying where the hoes it, which is what, <laughs> what they say. You know what I'm saying? When you in there where the hoes it mode, then right. you in a different phase. But when you right. in Grown man status. Yeah, you're, yeah. So you're absolutely correct, bro. I agree. I agree I mean, with everything you just said, man. The older that we get, and the higher up that you climb in your personal, you know, personal or professional careers, the the most common things that I hear is that it ain't really just about the fucking part of it anymore. Or she may be really pretty, or he might be really attractive. You Don't know what I'm saying? Fade, so after a while. But it's. <laughs> the substance that the individual yes. brings to my yes. life that yes. really yeah. changes it. Like, I, I used to be kind of one of those people that was exterior, you know what I'm saying? And it was about what you look like. Oh, he's really cute and he's really like nice. At a point, yeah. Yeah, now Grown Toy is like, can we have a conversation? <laughs> like, when I'm stressed, can you give me effective tips to fix my solution? Like, yeah. when the when the fucking washing machine is broke, can you fix it? Like, right. yes. fuck all of that. You looking right. nice. So it's, it's yeah. good to hear it from a man's perspective as well, because we're in a generation and a culture where women are running out here to buy asses, getting titties, having all this plastic surgery. Wasting their money. Yo. And that's a, that's a big ass waste of money. That if I look good, then whatever it is that I'm missing is going to be replaced. It's kind of a sense of thinking about the, the Jasmine Sullivan's new song to be like you're gonna make a hoe out of me so she's she's done being the, the good girl and she's okay. wondering why all the chicks with it that's getting all the extra shit done to their body and and ain't good like she is but they winning they getting all the dudes or whatever I so now she ready to, to become a hoe because she ready to to, to start winning because as being a good person she felt like she was losing and it's, watching other people succeed and get the things that she want out of life she wasn't it's getting a it. struggle because men tell you that I, I want somebody that brings me something to the table outside of looking good and looking pretty. However, nature and habit in majority of men are gravitated towards what looks good and what's out there. Women so, are too. That it, it's like you said, it's when you're at an age, when you're young. Those things don't fuck with y'all's security levels. You know what I'm saying? But when... Who, who, 
we see a man like consistently gravitating towards women that are well put together, look really pretty aesthetically, then we start thinking, well, maybe my stomach's not That's flat moment, enough, yeah. or my ass ain't yeah. fat enough, or I but ain't lighter. Who, but who, 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 you can go on any video on World Star right now with some girl. You know how they be putting them posters, some girls, yeah. some asses. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, ninety percent of the time it's going to be negative remarks why that bitch do that it should look fake yeah she just want attention yeah. it uh, you know who who set up these rules talking about a girl need a fat ass now of course any it's just like a girl wants a big dick <laughs> who don't want a fat ass but you'll i mean shit if you don't get the biggest dick you got a dick if you don't get the fattest ass, you got an ass. I see your logic. I see uh, what you're saying. Right. But it's the videos and, yeah, and the that, y'all need society. Y'all and need to stop. It's what you want to show off to the next person. Have something to show yeah. your homeboy. Like, look, man, I'm I'm fucking uh-huh. this. And you know, she bad. She right. She thick. She man. she because first thing your homeboys want to know, is she thick? I let me tell y'all. How she looking is she thick? Like I feel like I can hold my weight out here. Like, I feel like, you know, I got some things going for myself, you know. But when I get on social media or behind closed doors, um, it's, I see all of the likes, you know what I'm saying? Even the strongest one of us see all of that. And it's like, damn, in a bit, we envy that in a sense because we want that. Okay, Okay. Let, let, let me say one thing about that. All right. A girl, whoever, she posts her fat ass, plastic surgery, fuck it. She don't have to have plastic surgery. Look at these platforms. You're talking about Instagram, right? Out of those thousand, just say she got a thousand likes squared up. You don't know who's liking her shit. For one, she could be paying for her likes, right? Put that in the mix. And then two... If I'm a 14-year-old boy that's going through puberty and I'm in South Dakota and I see this black chick for the first time because I've never seen a black chick with a fat ass, of course I'm going to like it. Those are the types of people that are liking these things. And, of course, there's still the the majority male population that loves fat asses and will pay to fuck her or, or do these things. But you don't know where those likes are coming from. It could be from a 13-year-old boy that's going through puberty. It could be. So why would you even, why would, not you, why would a female even take that into consideration? Because you don't know It's about what basically other people, it's about the... The opinion of other people and the way that other people are looking at us. Okay, do you think a third... It's attention, that's all it is. I was lost for the word, but it's attention. But a 13-year-old boy... I mean, how but how it's does not that? All thirteen-year-old boys. We're talking about. You don't know who it is. It's you really don't. Saying. In that context, you don't. But in the videos, it's a numbers we game know with that, though. Who Toya. you are picking for videos? We know who's cast in majority of the roles. You know what I'm right. saying? We know who's put up on a pedestal in certain situations. Yeah. And when so, you so let me like, just use this as an example. So, my wife, my wife, we have two kids, <clears> right? 
So she has a problem with her stomach. She hates her stomach. Come she always saying she gonna do DJ this, she gonna Ms. do that, she DJ gonna do that. And I was like, I appreciate you. Like I love you. You don't have to do shit to your stomach. I appreciate you and your stomach. You know why? Because you gave me two of the best motherfucking gifts in the world, which is my son Zay and Zari, and my daughter Zaria. You know what I'm saying? I'm very much so appreciative. So, so she never has to change it. If she wants to feel like it's gonna do something to make her feel good, I make her. Feel like it looks good, even if she hates it. I'm gonna tell her that it's the most beautiful thing in the world, and I think it's the most beautiful thing in the world because of what it brought, what it produced. You know what I'm saying? And she can exercise and, and you know do the change, but I'm telling, baby, you ain't gotta do all it. I mean, if you want to do that for your own your own reasons, go ahead. But you don't have to do that for me because I'm pleased and I love what I see because I know why your stomach looks that way. I know what your stomach looked like the way you had abs and everything before you had our kids. And I know why your stomach looked the way it looks now because we have these two blessings right here. I tell her that so, on a consistent basis. We appreciate that. Like, I can't say that enough to to actually have a partner that tells me the same things about the my insecurities and things that I would like to change about myself and things that he tends to gravitate towards and likes. And that's all great. But at the end of the day, when I'm scrolling through social media, I still have am in a thousand tummy tuck groups and I've still priced a thousand surgeons and I still think about that aspect because it's uh it's it's unpleasing to me uh aesthetically like it i, I don't like the way it looks but and that's I different you though see that, that, but are you talking about to your to your i hear what you're saying are you talking about unesthetically pleasing to yourself or because you're trying to impress him you know that's a great point that you you keyed on because for me it is for self um that's different but in a lot of senses and I had to check myself about that because first, if y'all know, if y'all have ever met me in real life, I've always said I want to buy a booty. I, I don't have a big ass. It's <laughs> it's not big. So there it is. But over time, realistically, as I thought about it, it, that's irrelevant to me, whether my ass is fat or not. But when I get undressed and I see my stomach, although I know that I birthed three amazing children, mm. that's not the appearance that I see. I see, man, I wish it was flatter or I hate this little fupa right here. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just this or my clothes don't fit the way that I want them to. And that is another reason that it's important to me. I will say in society with majority of women that do plastic surgery, it is for the attention of other people. And that has what has shied me away from like actually going through the process because I don't want to do it because you're going to look at me and be like, oh, she real bad now. Well, they probably feel like they can they can don't have to work as hard to get what they want out of life because of it. That is a it's a it's a a get out of jail free card or either. Uh, like a tunnel on Mario Brothers going into the tunnel you get to skip some levels and some shit like that so you know what I'm saying because you have a bigger ass or you cuter or, or whatever as a mom of teenage daughters like that has been something that's been difficult because even when I'm in the in the mirror like oh I would like to fix this or I would like to do that it's 10 times worse with my daughters so I still have to go in and be like, you do have to be comfortable with who you are. And you really have to be careful about the things that you're saying and the seeds that you're planting in your home around your children. Because if they heard me all the time saying, 
well, my stomach is too big or my ass ain't fat enough or I'm not this or I'm not that. They going to feel like, well, my booty ain't really that big either. You know what I'm saying? Like, or I'm less than because I'm not meeting some type of standard in that sense. But again, I I have nothing wrong with plastic surgery. I think if it's what you want to do for you, then it's 100% okay. But if you digging in the plastic surgery jar because you want it for the attention of other people. The advancement. Still be fucked up at the end of the day, or if you fat and you go have surgeries to make yourself skinny, you're gonna end up right back fat because you never. What happens when you get older though, and the shit start being unmatched? You know what I'm saying? Like your your body parts don't look like they go together. Love me, fupa, little ass, and that's all I'm saying. Like I don't know what else. Just be appreciative, appreciative of it. You know what I'm saying? And it's about confidence and attention. That's all it is. So for me, like from a man's standpoint, another non-sexual thing that I think turns me on as a partner is being able to know that my partner accepts my flaws and all. Yeah. Like that in itself to have someone that can see the things that you're uncomfortable about and be like, no, nah, I love those things. You know what I'm saying? Or help you bring positive to it. That shit is, that's awesome. Like, I don't really know how to explain that. It's, it's almost my wife just told me yesterday. She was like, she really <laughs> loves the fact that I, the things that she has problems with, I love them so much. I can't um, tell you. And it's not just me telling her that just to, you know, make her feel good. So <clears> she would have, I genuinely love it. Cause it's a reason why everything is the way that it is. And so with me being with her for so long, um, I know what it is Appar- yeah. compared to somebody that's walking up to her off the street and be like, Oh, why is this this way? Or I don't like this. Or I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? If you, who you with is is like 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 old girl said on Friday when uh when Day Day and, and fucking Craig was talking like bitch I know somebody who like it you know what I'm saying of course yeah, yeah so fuck what you talking about <laughs> I agree I mean it's, it's somebody out here for everybody I mean it sounds like if your vibe is right and your personality is right that shit's gonna really outweigh a lot of that 20 year old thinking and, and hold on yeah. let me clear this up too not to make it seem like my wife just fucked up either and I'm just giving her compliments my wife is beautiful and she's bad I'm just gonna say that too <laughs> like, so, I'm just saying I, 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 I know what you mean yeah. like man his wife just yeah. fucked up he just yeah. tells her she look good to make her feel better nah she has a way back Catch her and, see, and see what's going on with her yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so yeah, personality. I, personality is definitely ah, the way she thinks. I would say the way thinks. she thinks. Yes, yes. <laughs> that, and that's that's what I was alluding the to earlier, yo. Like about the the girl I was talking about. I met her when she was eighteen, nineteen. Here we go. Fast forward twelve years. She's like thirty three now. She worse than when I met her as a kid. You feel me? I met her as a kid. I'm going to call her a kid now, but that's probably the wrong word. But, you know, as a younger adult, she was 19. She's so fucked up. I don't need. It's very unattractive. It's the opposite. It's like, yo, I I might need to get you some help. Mm, You know what I mean? And, um. I've been noticing that a lot, bro. Actually, man, because I I've been in Atlanta. Uh, I don't know if she told you this, man, but 
I was in Murfreesboro from uh, 2002 to 2012. I moved to Atlanta for six years and came back. I got into a relationship um, right after that, which wasn't a bad one. But I wanted to at least say hi to some of the people or the girls, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, that yeah. I had been dealing with in Nashville over the years. I couldn't do it because I had a girlfriend. It's, right. it's restrictive. Now that I'm not in a relationship, I've been able to reach out to a lot of these females. And I know it's tough times out here, bro. I haven't, it's been nothing but negative. Mm. Like the girls, not all girls, you still doing your thing. I didn't meet you in Murfreesboro, though. Toy on her thinking like, damn, this nigga talking yeah, about me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, because we got to, yeah. But no, 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 no. What I'm saying is like, I understand real life shit, man, but I've seen more negative, well, just more unstable than stable. Yeah. And um, I get it. That's a couple years underneath me or us, but it's nothing attractive about that shit, man. And whether she, she knows it or not, I mean, just like you were saying, it's about personality. I met some of these females when they were young. They were my. Could it have been that you caught her on a bad day when you when you was about to hook up with her? Like she had went through some shit, so she needed to drink to try to relax, and she just drunk a little bit too much. That could have been an option, bro. Well, let me say this. I guess she might have been nervous. I'm not saying this lightly. Maybe she was just <laughs> nervous to meet me again, bro. I, I, I'm saying You're that so. You're like a big deal, Charlie yeah. Brown. Yeah, but I, I'm not talking to no man about that shit. <laughs> Maybe she did just go overboard and a couple other females. But no, because I could see through it by the shit she was talking about. Okay. Or the other girls, too. It's only been a few that... I've dealt with since I've been here in a, uh, because I just got out of the relationship. So like I said, I've been trying to reach back out, but the ones that I have they're no, it's more deep seated. It's not, Oh, I'm meeting up with Charles tonight. Let me just get wasted. It's more like, Oh shit, man. You know, the last couple years, you know, I've been fucking with the age and, you know, my baby daddy over here, I got another this going on and this and this. And uh, I don't expect anybody to be so strong at any point in time because maybe you just meet a person when they're in their weakest point. Right. So I understand that. But since the topic of, of, of conversation is talking about turn-ons, that's definitely a turn-off. Like, I agree. Now... With this, the, situ- the specific situation I'm talking about, like I said, I'd rather, I want to help her if I could. Mm. You feel me? Because okay. I've been knowing her for fucking years. I didn't know she was that much in bad state. But then I look around and I see a lot of other women in bad state that I've been dealing with too, as yeah. friends now. 
whether I smashed them in the past or had sex with them, I see that society has fucked everybody, really. Yeah. And it's taking a toll, really, on the women, too. Yeah. Probably more. I've seen more alcoholic women ever, bro, than ever. <laughs> like, a lot of these women become alcoholics, bro. And I understand it. Um. Anyway, Toy, we getting so negative. <laughs> Can we go back to the the thing, please? Yeah, what non-sexual? Uh, my bad, cause man. No, Wayne. I, no, I you think good, that bro. you really you touching on some key points though. That this kind of this is what the podcast is really all about is having these unfiltered conversations where we're identifying the areas that are really struggles for people. You know what I'm right. saying? And it's a lot of people that don't realize that. Mm they going down the wrong path you know what i'm saying and they or that they're or they know and just like fuck it (laughs) that too um you do see a lot i'm gonna ride it till the wheels fall off (laughs) as they say fuck how it turned out so i as a woman i'm baffled at how many i'm baffled at how women move nowadays personally because you do have a lot of women that they move like men in a sense. We kind of adapted yeah. more of a, a mentality yeah. than it's, and that's unattractive anything. too. Yo, if you're talking about pure like love, I guess. Don't no man want no woman dominating him unless he's that type of guy. You feel me? I like agree. he said earlier. I agree. I want to be able to, as he said earlier, I want to be able to provide. Even if you're not trying to provide, like. You're just in a relationship. You know you can't take care of 15 women. Nobody. I mean, excuse me. Kids. kids. Right, <laughs> you know right. What you're talking about, yeah, yeah. 15 kids. If you're taking the, the steps to at least to stand up, like, at least I can try to take care of these. The opposite, bro, uh, with the women stuff, like you was just saying, oh, you ain't got to take care of shit. Fuck you. I'm going to just use you as a, a, just to fuck you. Yeah. Actually, that's kind of a turn off to me, yo. Like, even if she got the kids, no kids. Oh, you just my sex toy. I never liked that shit, bro. (laughs) I I, I honestly never liked that, man. A lot of dudes cool with that, though. No strings attached. Just just fuck whenever. That's, that's, at some point, that's what a lot of men wanted. Like, no, I, no attachment, and I yeah. can just fuck you whenever I want to and go about my day. Yeah. I ain't got to worry about right. you calling me every few minutes, yeah. asking me who I, I'm with, where I'm right. going, what I ate. I got to worry about what you eating and who you with or where you going. I, I get it. I'm going to tell you why I don't like that shit. I like the boldness of that because okay. I met a lot of bold women like that, and they're straight up. Up look, front. Yeah. yeah. I, we're not like gonna knows what she yeah. want. Right. The thing is... And this is what I find, I'm not going to say unattractive, but a little jarring is you don't know how many men she telling that to. There you go. And so I like the upfront or the, hey, Charles, uh, shit, I just like you, whatever, you're cute, whatever. You got a big dick. (laughs) We just can fuck anytime, 
and uh, you just call me. But you don't, once that it becomes in that hand, you don't really know what the fuck going on, bro. She could be saying that to 10 other people. True. Now, let me say this. To be fair, it's not the same with a male. I could be saying that shit to a girl and be like, yo, I just want to fuck. It's not the same way. You feel me? Like, you could tell a girl that, but how many times you going to get away with that? It ain't running. You ain't gonna. Yeah. You ain't gonna ride with it. Yeah, you can't. I mean, because because women don't operate like. Well, some that. some people want the honest. They're like, I would rather yeah. you just would have told me if you just want to be fuck buddies. I would have been cool with it. Like if you would have given me that opportunity instead of leading me on right. and some shit like that. But it's a it's toy. It's a, it's a complete big ass list of things that can be a turn on for a woman. Um, that has nothing to do with her ass titties or you know her pussy. To be honest with you. Um, like I said, it could, her personality, um, the way she carries herself, being a, a strong, if you, she's a single mother taking care of her household, um, it just all combines together. You know what I'm saying? Or it could be individual things that turn you on Drive, about a woman. Character. Yeah. I think the same thing plays in part for a female when it comes to a man. Um, of course. In a lot of senses, we look at men as a provider. And then that's, um, and I was going to say, most times, men aren't loved for who they are. They're loved for what, what they can they provide. They can bring to the table. Yeah. yeah. And that's it's what not it really is. a. That's all it is. It's, it's not a sexual thing for us. We don't look at you guys and be like, ooh, my, my coochie got wet. You know what I'm saying? Like, we look at you guys and we look at you like. Sometimes having like that toy. I mean, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. Depending uh, on what you're doing, you never know how you make them, make somebody <laughs> feel. So Majority shit. of the time, when we're looking at a man, we're looking at a man for what you can do for us. Uh, is he gonna is he gonna fulfill a need? Is he gonna fill a void? Is he gonna be able to provide, take care of the bills? Is he gonna be able to lead? Is he gonna be able to take pressure off of us? Those are the type of things that we mm-hmm. kind of look at. Um. The sexual aspect of it is good. You know, sex is important. But for us, the things that really draw us to our partners is when you make us feel comfortable in our flaws and being who we are. Well, we can talk to y'all like and hang out with you. And it doesn't feel like we have to put on a facade or or bring the representative when we hanging out. Or you can truly just be friends with somebody. Yeah, like that's that's the key to it. You you make me feel comfortable. It's it's not always, it's not easy to find. Like when that, people say I married my best friend or I'm with my best friend, everybody don't marry their best friend. Man. So shit. I consider um, those people extremely lucky to have the opportunity to do that. I I'll say this too, man. Uh, one of the one girl I was dealing with, she was just like, "Yo, I just feel protected around you." Mm. Like, um, I'm scared out in the world, you know, somebody might rob me, try to rape me, but you carry a gun, you dare, you know what the fuck to do. And that's what she gravitated towards. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. just like a, a, a straight up protector had nothing to do with sex, had nothing to do with yeah. my height, none of that crazy shit. And some women, I think. I'm not going to say attracted to, but that's what they gravitate to. Mm-hmm. Like, just protection. You could have zero dollars in your pocket, but if you're a killer and you know, you, shit, somebody come fuck with her, I'll slice your throat. 
<laughs> no, nah, you laughing, but that's how the good girl ends up with the bad boy. That's because true. it's that 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 protection, that facade that you know what It's I'm not a facade though. But that's true, yeah. It's you, like it's yeah. the real life though. Because yeah. we're living in the real world where a woman can get raped and yeah. a woman can get taken advantage of or stolen away or fucking date raped or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And uh, I get it, too. So, let's go back to the inanimate <laughs> objects that a man is attracted to. I, I think y'all done, like, an excellent job at really breaking it down from a man's perspective. And a lot of what uh, the men want is the same thing that a woman is looking for, right. too. It's what anybody wants. Yeah, the vibe, mm -hmm. like, connection. Mm -hmm. I want it to feel good. I want to make yeah, sure that yeah. I'm comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I can trust you. Trust yes. is a big por trust portion is of that. It is. As well, so... You know, I think we, we've spent 50 minutes in here. We're really just kind of breaking this thing down from a from a male and female perspective. And I hope that everybody had, that had the opportunity to tune in to this particular episode learn. You don't really have to fit into what society is saying is pretty Fuck or society. nice or shiny or right. Like, you really need to work on your inside and make sure that your character is in place and you putting off a good vibe and a lot of that other shit is going to take care of itself. It will. Of course, go to the gym, eat right. If the pandemic didn't tell you guys anything about that, take care of your body. It's your, your vehicle to get to where you're going, but every vehicle is not designed to be the same. So just because your stomach's not the flattest and your, your ass is not the fattest, it's okay. Uh, you still pretty too, girl. That's my takeaway from this conversation. Like, for sure. DJ Wayne Wizzle, last and final thoughts. Hearts and minds. What you want the people to know about your non-sexual <laughs> attractions when you were a single man, or um, what you're non-sexually attracted to with your wife? With my wife, it's 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 the the love it goes back to the being a mother to to my kids. How mm. she goes so hard for our kids. That's the biggest turn on for me ever. Um, and I love her for it, and I appreciate her so much for what she does. Um. Not just for me, just for the kids. For saying sorry, even if I, if I wasn't around, I know if something happened to me, Lord forbid, I know that my kids would still be good. You know what I'm saying? Cause she gonna mm -hmm. go hard, um, without a second, without a missing a beat, she gonna make it happen. <laughs> and I love her for it, man. So that that's what attracts me to her, um, the most is the love that she has for our kids. Before, before we even had kids, um, what attracted me to her is the friendship that we had, um shit basically we could kick it like we was homeboys and homegirls you know what i'm saying and it slowly developed into a relationship she wanted it quicker than i did but i had just got out of a relationship and i was like i need to wait a while before um i just jump right back into another relationship so she waited put the time in so you know we have what she we have say so, um but yeah that's what it is man the love that she has for my kids but any anything else besides the the common three Puss ass and titties, you know what I'm saying? It, it can be a number of things. <laughs> it just depends on where you at in your life and um, what you're looking for. That, that that And that's different for each individual, pretty much. Charlie Brown. I'm out! <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Brown, final words. Uh, I, I, uh, I agree with bro. Um, I'll say this. I'm not, I don't have any kids. 
um, nor I'm in a relationship. And that sounds great, bro. I like that. Um, for the the people that are not in a relationship or with a girlfriend or whatever, my most attraction is how a woman takes care of herself. And that don't mean she need to go get a pedicure and shit and this and that. But she decides, I'm not going to eat pork, for instance. Or it ain't about pork. It's just setting up goals for herself. Yeah, I don't, I just eat spinach all day. Fuck it, I'm a vegetarian. Like, those types of things are attractive to me. You feel me? And it's not like that with every male, obviously. But for her, just like a person that that quits cigarettes or something, it's like, yo, you made a choice in your mind to refrain from doing something, even though you don't have to. I think that's a turn on. You know, um, and that's crazy, bro. Our whole conversation has been nothing about probably what she was thinking, man. She At was all. probably thinking we was going to talk about some fucking dress or some. But see, I, I like I like the approach like, to it, though, Charles, because yeah. I was I brought the the positive shit, you brought yeah. the negative shit, so we yeah. balanced that shit out in between. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I so loved it. We, no, we gave yeah, a, yeah. a perfect answer yeah. on yeah. both sides right. of, of what the things yeah. do. Yeah. The turn ons and the turn offs. Yeah, I would agree. Yo. Yeah, and fuck what you yeah. heard. We yeah. here. <laughs> All right, is that it? Uh, That's it. Toy? Um, I think we. I, I don't think there's anything else that we can really sum up out of this conversation. I think that as always, what we did is we came together and we talked about it and we looked at it from a whole bunch of different perspectives. And again, at the end of the day, we're not therapists. We're not doctors. We're not experts in any of this. We're just giving you guys our real life experiences and our true, 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 true opinions. Um, we hope that it shifts somebody's perspective and changes your mind in a sense. Um, and if not, tune in to us next week, uh, next Saturday, every Saturday at 6 p.m. We're always dropping a new episode out of the topic jar. Again, thank you for tuning in to Two Chicks and a Dick podcast where a group of... Do- Blah blah blah. Y'all know this is Rachel J's part, so of course this is a little bit different <laughs> for me. Shout out to Rachel. Shout out to Rachel. <laughs> but thank you for tuning in to the Two Chicks and a Dick podcast, where a group of dope individuals talked about it. Make sure to follow us on social media, Two Chicks and a Dick podcast, uh, with underscores under every one of those, and tune in next Saturday at six p.m. for the next topic out of the topic jar. Good night, folks. Appreciate you. Thanks. Two chicks in a dick. 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 Two chicks in a dick.